With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Where today could be a day where the portals between worlds will open. Wordle had two answers. It's hailing in Pasadena. I mean, this is when the world opens up and like monsters come from the under nether world and, and, and take over, Mike Harmon. We, we are just one more apocalyptic sign away from that. It's a good thing I saw the latest Ghostbusters reiteration, and I can go and I can um, I can go fix things. Mm. Shout out Ivan Reitman. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take care of the Earth for you. Uh, now that he has passed, uh, God bless. But uh, yeah, it was really strange. I was getting ready to walk the dog. The sky was looking a kind of funny color, and then all of a sudden, start seeing lightning in the horizon. I'm like, all right, this is going to be bad. And the thing is, I, and maybe I've gotten soft, Smith. It was dipping down, whatever, high 40s, low 50s, and the, the rain coming down. My fingertips got cold. I got soft. I got Californianized finally, it seems. <laughs> I was mad. It's like, oh, yeah. man. After all these years, finally. Cold. 
Yeah, we got frost warnings in effect. Uh, yeah, hail in Pasadena. Who knew? I mean, th- this is like a, this is like apocalyptic stuff, man. That's, no, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I mean, well, I'm waiting. I mean, those guys. When I was going into the Super Bowl on Sunday, I, I met at least ten guys that were telling me all the different ways I could repent. One of them was to give them my football ticket. I don't know what that was going to do. Oh, it would have. No, that would my that soul, soul, but yes, uh, absolutely. You know, they would have had a hell of a time. Do you think Matthew Stafford winning the Super Bowl is that third apocalyptic event? Ooh. Stafford, Wordle, and and Halen Pasadena. Like I mean, if that's you go the apocalypse, if you go back to the final conflict, I mean, all those times ago. I mean, we'll have to check behind his ear, see if he has the number of the beast and all that stuff. But uh, you know, little Sam Neal. Yeah, you thought he was scary in Jurassic Park. We'll take that. <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's an interesting uh, convergence of events. I tell you what. Because what, was it 90 degrees on Sunday and today? Everybody's yes. walking around finding their Gore-Tex again. I mean, really, I mean, the those are three apocalyptic events. <laughs> well, really and whatever here. kind of robe James Harden was wearing, he was either the, the Grand Master, see, Jeff Goldblum, see how it all ties together, or uh, a guy of biblical proportions. I'm not quite sure. Or maybe a character mm. out of Star Wars. Uh, the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon. Yes. Well, if there is an apocalypse during the show, we will keep you updated. Yeah, on no, because, sure. You know, we'll keep yeah. you. We'll keep you up to date <laughs> in, in the interim. Get right, people. Get right with yourselves. Uh, but speaking of apocalyptic events, well, this happened today for the 76ers who got to introduce James Harden as their newest uh, star. And he says it's going to be a little bit before he comes back. Uh, the Sixers showed up tonight against a red hot Celtics team. And if you had the 76ers and you were getting 47 points. You came very close to winning this game. Uh, the Sixers just get absolutely drubbed, one thirty-five to eighty-seven. Uh, this game, look, it was never close. Uh, and and at one point, the Celtics were up. It was like it was like a hundred to sixty-two at one point. In the game. <laughs> <laughs> like the Celtics. Hey, hey, hey in the fourth, they only points. outscored the uh, Sixers by five. Oh, it was just absolutely terrible. And, you know, look, this is not the start the Sixers want to have. Look, clearly it's going to be a little bit before James Harden comes back. Well, that's just it. He didn't play. All he did was ring a bell. And he did that on the first strike. So people know his shooting percentage is already higher going to Philly. Hey, listen, I can't I can't just show up and play because people would think that I'm I was making up the hamstring injury. So I'm just going to sit a little bit because it's all good. And then I'll come back like in a few. And that'll seem like it's normal. So I'm going to get some more time off so I can go to Vegas. I just want to go to Vegas again. Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. (laughs) So this is where the this is where the big drama and the fun stuff starts, because Harden gets introduced with the Sixers today. Right. Big press conference. We're going to play a little bit of it for you right now and then get into the story that has been put out there about the freeze out between KD and Harden and why Harden had to get traded away from the Nets. Now, why did Harden leave? Well, in Harden's words, you know, in Brooklyn, they don't really care about winning as much as I do. You know, for the most part, we can control our own destiny. Not that, not that I'm saying it's a good thing or bad thing, but uh, I know in my situation, for whatever reason, I'm just, it, it was mutual and the relationship, not very, I mean, new with Josh, but obviously knowing Daryl, knowing Tad, you know, from my Houston days, knowing Doc. For me, it just, it, it made sense, man. It's, it's a time where I needed to be around the guys that I know that want to win and know that are willing to do whatever it takes to win and um, the structure here is, is unbelievable. 
In other words, blank you, Kyrie. I need to be surrounded by people who want to win. Blank you, KD. I got to be surrounded by people who want to win. So here's James Harden, who has who has pushed his way out of two teams because he good. just doesn't like the way that things were going for him. But now I got to be surrounded by people who want to win. On the heels of this press conference was a story out, and Black Sports Online had it, other, other uh, avenues and, and other sources had this as well, that Kevin Durant and James Harden really had a frosty, ice-cold relationship the past few months. They didn't speak. Uh, they were not clearly enamored of each other. Uh, Black Sports Online had the report that KD was upset that Harden would, would take off and go to Vegas when he felt like it on the team and, 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 and wouldn't be around the team as much. And this is where uh, the day ended for Harden and KD. Harden saying, I want to be someplace I want to win. And the reports that, ah, you know, Harden maybe wasn't the best teammate and wasn't around the team as much. Okay, look, first thing. Harden doesn't care about winning. Okay, he doesn't. He do- he doesn't. He doesn't at all care about winning. He cares about his star. And he wasn't a star in Brooklyn because he was caught up in the KD Kyrie drama and the two of them run the team. And they thought Harden's going to come in, it's going to be great. Guess what? Harden didn't get along with KD, didn't get along with Kyrie who said, "I didn't talk once to James about staying. He knows how I feel about him." In other words, I can't wait for you to get out either. Harden doesn't care about winning. He just wanted to be a star. He thought I could go to Brooklyn and it would be like LeBron when he signed and it was the Heatles and it was him and Wade. Now I'm going to be a star. And he wasn't, right? He didn't fit in with the guys that ran the team. If he really wanted to, if he really cared about winning, he'd be in shape more. That's another part of the, the story from today. KD wasn't happy that, that James Harden would get tired and wasn't in shape. And I'm like, what James Harden have you been watching the last few years? In the playoffs at the end of every game, he gets tired and he can't make plays. If he really cared about winning, he would do more things to keep himself in shape and be a better teammate. But he's not because Harden just cares about being a star. And it went, and he was a star in Houston for a long time and things were great. And then it, it waned on him and the team wasn't very good. I got to get out. Where are the stars going to be? They're going to be in Brooklyn. So I'm going there. That's a star franchise. Guess what? Didn't work out. Couldn't get along with some of the guys. I wasn't the star. They thought they'd be. They didn't pick me. They picked Kyrie. They picked KD, the guys they wanted to be beholden to. So now I got to go someplace else and be a star. I'm just chasing where I can still be a star in the NBA, and this is why James Harden is in Philadelphia. This is why this year, Mike Harmon, is the only year for the Sixers with Harden, because clearly not even a year into his time with the Nets, there are there are times he's away from the team, he's not in shape, he's going to Vegas, uh, so he lost interest rather quickly. So if you're thinking about doing anything, this is it with the Sixers. It's not like, well, we got this year, you get used to it, maybe next year make a run. No, it's going to be this year because next year there will be problems. There will be issues. He'll be going to Atlantic City probably because it's closer. He'll be going to different places. <laughs> he, he, will, he will find a way to not be happy with the 76ers because this is simply who James Harden is. They are hoping to catch lightning in a bottle, but it's this year or bust because next year Harden's just going to find a way to be upset and want out of Philadelphia. He's already opted into his money, so he's got it for next year he will find a way to be upset and 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 want his way out of philadelphia less than a year from now let's go back to you know some of the uh, great lineups that we could put together to mark pieces of history we had one all-star game where you could make a starting lineup out of all players that were members of the montreal expos you've had many lineups of people that have gone through and had some affiliation with the kardashian family you look at 
where James Harden is now, and once he pisses Joel Embiid off, he will have a starting lineup and then some, right? He's got a complete bench of guys that are among the top 10 to 12 players in the game that he will have played with and decided they, quote, didn't want to win enough. <laughs> right? I mean, that's where we're at in all of this. I've got numerous other examples of, of I mean, Derek Jeter and his lineup of um, pre-marriage uh collaborations collaborations right and and now we're looking at for James Harden here you you go to Philly they had to give up curry in the process so i know doc rivers is just heartbroken over that but you you got rid of a guy that was scoring 15 a game right ben simmons gave up somewhere near to 20 million dollars to not be around there so uh i i kind of question all of that uh, on both sides that they couldn't come to some resolution but uh they do here and he comes out he rings the bell you had the last couple of games right lebron and kd even joking about it during the all-star draft process uh is he even healthy ha 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 and covering their faces with books because they're they're just falling out of their chairs so all of that so yeah, he, he's a guy that uh, you talk about the apocalypse. It's also a cat in his nine lives. I mean, this is it, right? Show me what you got. And and you can make some excuse for a couple of years, and I think we did. I certainly watched him run up and down the court and have to take more minutes and, and more shots and make a half-assed attempt to play defense. So when it got to the playoffs, he had nothing left. But part of that was whether he was in a fat suit or just grossly out of shape from – from all the places that have his jersey in the rafters and private flights to Vegas, you got a guy whose reputation, even as one of the great scorers, is mud, right? We've talked about it in terms of the player he has been at times, and then every playoff run, he disappears. So now he goes to Philly, and he can add to that wall of fame of guys that are top players uh, that he ticked off when this inevitably goes bad. It's Antonio Brown uh, just taken to the NBA. Yeah, it, look, it's it's a huge gamble, and the Sixers know they're taking the gamble. But they, you know, they they wanted a star for Ben Simmons. Okay, you got it, and and you traded one problem uh, for another problem. But I mean, that's the that's the shelf life of James Harden. I mean, it gets it's like a it's like a half life in in uh, in science, right? Here's look a half life, and then another half life, another like his time with his time with the with the with Houston. Then it got cut in half. And then it got cut in half for the for the Nets. Now it's going to be cut in half for the Sixers because. It, after this year, something will happen. And look at what Harden's done the last two teams. I'm taking off on my team. I'm not around. I'm, I'm not showing up for film sessions. I'm not really showing up at practice. I'm not around the team. I'm not happy because I'm not getting along with the star or I'm not a big star enough. And he's just going to unplug. He'll be a liability. He'll want out, and it will be, how do we get rid of James Harden? And then some team is going to go, oh, we can get James Harden to the deadline. Let's go get James And this whole thing's going to start all over again next year. But but this is who James Harden is. It's this year or bust for the 76ers with Harden. Because now, this is if this is a path he is on, you just watch. He's on a three-year decline with his stats, and he's just going to slowly fade away as a star in the NBA. I mean, by the time he's 35, he's probably not going to be in the league. He will have worn out welcomes. He will not be performing. We're not be able to stay on the floor because he can't stay healthy. I mean, this is it. This is the best you're going to get with James Harden. And everything else afterwards is going to be, well, it's close to the best, and then it's close to what the best was there, then that one's close to what that one was, which is close to the best. He's just going to keep deteriorating. I mean, this is it. This this is it. This is your ride. You're you're riding with Harden this year. Because then after this, forget it. You are just absolutely cooked. The half-lives. 
you like James that, huh? Harden. Yeah, look Brought that, to that. you by Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> do you like it when someone comes door to door trying to sell you encyclopedias? Well, neither do we. If you can get online and get certain. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media. 
as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, <laughs> Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, the hobo. <laughs> you know, I know it's coming. I still get surprised by the hobo. Well, it's all a I'm timing su- thing, right? Yeah, sometimes su- it's delayed. Sometimes it's fast. You never know. Sometimes it's premature. Sometimes there's a delayed hobo, and, and it, just, it sure. just happens that way. Well, I mean, a delayed I, hobo. never on time. No. Uh, coming up in a little bit less than an hour from now, United States in the quarterfinals of hockey at the Olympics. We'll keep you updated on that. I believe it is a, an 8-10 slash 11-10 Eastern time uh, start for the United States hockey team tonight. Right now I'm watching women's curling, and it is okay. outstanding. It is ab- it's close. It's, the, it's in the ninth, and the United States just brought in Edwin Diaz. And it's going to be a very difficult ninth for the United States. I mean, he's already walked two to lead off the uh, inning. So uh, fasten your seatbelts. All right. The obsession with Diaz has to stop. <laughs> just just kind of throwing it out there. But, you know, it's Diaz okay. coming into the ninth. Uh, so a couple of quick things on the MVP in the, in the Super Bowl, which was Cooper Cup. First things first. Remember when Cooper Cup got the one vote for regular season MVP? Oh, oh sure. Aaron Rodgers won. Brady got a few. And then Cooper Cup got one. And I said on the show, I wonder if that's the guy that wasn't going to vote for Aaron Rodgers no matter what. I wonder if that's Hub Arkish. You know, we said that on the show. I tweeted yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Turns out it was Pro Football Talk has the story. Hub Arkish voted for Cooper Cup for MVP instead. So he didn't vote Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. He's the guy that went to Cooper Cup for MVP this year. Maybe you didn't like Tom Brady because of Spygate and Deflategate. Deflategate, which is a whole pile of nonsense. But maybe what? A bunch of Cooper Cup rookie cards? No, maybe he ordered some TB12 stuff and got the wrong size, and is it's oh. slow being reimbursed. You know, maybe wow, that, that could happen, that's, too. That's the problem of having your own spinoff company. That's what, you know, maybe that's what happened. You know, I ordered this stuff. I thought I was going to have sleep recovery wear, and now I can't sleep and recover. So now I'm not voting for the guy for MVP. I am legitimately, I think, going to buy a pair of those. I'm sleeping terribly. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I need something. Something got to help me. Uh, that you know, it's going to be. That's like the mental. That's what they say. Oh, it's it's like a placebo. But if yeah, you the think psycho- it's helping you, it helps thing. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like it's just like the cheapest clothes you could possibly get. It's just like nylon and stuff. Yeah, but you know, it's recovery wear. It's got all these things in it. And they they show you the picture of the weave and how it lets air and the airflow through calms you and keeps you. And it's just yeah, just you just you know just just put it on to wear. It's like wearing anything and, else. And look, this bracelet allows you to run around and play at a high level in jeans. <laughs> In your mid <laughs> mid forties or or early fifties, like your Brett Favre for Jerry yeah, well, they Rice. got but they got to be Wrangler jeans. Like you can't like you, they, those. Well, I wasn't, go, wasn't going to do the brand thing, buddy. I was going to leave. Well, them, but that's the thing. You can't just put on a pair of Levi's or Lucky or and or you know or something else and get out there or True Religion. You're not running around like that. No, but but in Wranglers, you could run around and make those plays. Maybe you could, and you then it's got to be the Wranglers. shoes. So you add that too. So it you know, all comes I, together. You have a full outfit for your recovery. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, I used to play in jeans all the time. I remember Did going really? to baseball camp 
wearing jeans. Like not wearing sweatpants, like not like this is, you know, wow. this is like 1980, you know, like I would go to camp. Like, yeah, I'd wear jeans because I just play in jeans all the time and I'd wear my jeans. Yeah, no, it was it was all sweats, a lot of extra baseball pants, you know, because you were going to run those until they were defeated. So that was good. <laughs> now I think like, you know, when I was good, because I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I always tell you the truth about me. No, I was good. I was always. good when I was that age. I was good. Uh, so it's not like I got made fun of. But now I'm thinking, boy, maybe. I could have got scholarships and stuff if I more looked the part instead of wearing. Well, sure. Blue when you jeans. were eight years, eight years old, yeah. nine years old, I could have gotten on a list. Was running hot back then. Yeah, I could have gotten a list. I could have been ranked nationally by some kind of rival site. And they, hey, this eight-year-old's pretty good. You should see him play stickball. He's really, really good, man. We got to get him you out there. Start, you want me to start whistling me and Julio down by the schoolyard? Tell you, this kicking, start this talking about stickball. He can hit a tennis ball with a really thin bat really far. Let's make sure this kid gets a scholarship. He should be going to Alabama to play baseball. He should be going to Pepperdine to go play baseball. I mean, I could have been that kid had I not been wearing jeans. Jeans may have ruined my life. Wow, that's a a deep thought. Is that going to be the title of your next book? Jeans ruined my life. Well, I, I can't tell you. I used to wear uh, jeans. How are you spelling jeans? Are you going blue jeans or are you going to go G-E-N-E-S? <laughs> <laughs> I think you See, have See, it works the, uh, both spelling. ways there, baby. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's meant to be that way. It's it's meant to be spelled that way. It makes you think something about it. No, and the thing is, I, 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 re- I, I wear jeans like hardly at all anymore. I used to wear them all the time, and I got to a point, like, I think when I was like 30 or 30, you know, like maybe 35 or so, and I was like... Why am I wearing jeans? I just wear running pants and sweats. Yeah. I, I went from wearing those at home and on the weekends to home on the weekends during the week. During the, now it's like I wake up and I put on running pants and I put on sweatpants. That's what it is. It's my, it's, my, it's my gear for the day. Well, on those occasions that you have to wear pants. I mean, I wore jeans several times last week. Mm. Actually, all five days. Yeah, you well, know, we four, had to. four days I mean, of, yeah. of jeans and a and a pair of uh, you know black pants. So I mean, well, I, we had I, to. We I, had, people were seeing us at the Super Bowl. We kind of had to dress. Well, up. and I was out front and you know shaking hands, kissing babies. You kind of hid <laughs> in the in the weeds, but not me. Hey, how are you? Welcome to our party. You know, or I was I was eating my dinner, making sure it wasn't get thrown out by anybody. That's what I was doing. Well, that was probably a better move. (laughs) Uh, But so Cooper Cup was the MVP, got one MVP vote in the regular season and was the MVP of the Super Bowl. And now we're just being lied to about why Cooper Cup won and why it wasn't Aaron Donald. Okay, so remember, Aaron Donald makes those two plays at the end of the game, makes the third down play on Samaji P. Ryan. It stops him from the first down, makes the fourth down play, the play that everybody's going to the highlight from the Super Bowl. We're going to see forever him pulling Joe Burrow down on fourth down. And he had a couple of sacks, made those plays. And Aaron Donald was not the MVP. And it was shocking. And the reason it was told it came out in the last 24 hours was that the ballots were collected with two minutes to go in the game. And that's what happened. So, of course, the votes got in, and there was no time to to adjust for Aaron Donald's great plays at the end. So, Cooper Cup is the MVP. Now, I, I, I'm telling you, I've been in a position where like, that's happened before. I went to, I've been to a couple of Rose Bowls where, as a media member, where I voted for the MVP, and they come around and collect your ballot with like two minutes left to go. So, that's exactly how they do it. And this was 16 people who vote for MVP. Then there's a fan vote, but the, but the, the voters, the, the, the writers who cover the game, they're the ones whose votes count the most, right? So this is what the story we're told, that with two minutes ago, they collect the ballots, and that's why Aaron Donald couldn't be the MVP. And that is a load of crap. 
That is an absolute load of crap, and I want a better I want the real answer why Aaron Donald couldn't be MVP. Why? Because that's not the right answer. Because think about this, right? If that was the case, how many Super Bowl MVPs would the list be completely different if you couldn't make a change after two minutes? Because once the ballot goes in with two minutes, other you know these people have have other duties. They got to get down to the field. They got to go to the locker room. They're doing other things after the game. Or really, you you, you can't just have them uh, vote really fast. You can't just have them say who's your MVP like right at the gun and collect those votes. Really, you couldn't do that. You could, yeah. Oh no, they got all kinds of duties to do. They're right. We can't have them do it. That's a load of crap. Because just go back the last fifteen Super Bowls. Just think about this for a second, okay? Um, Let's just say Joe Burrow leads the Bengals down and he throws a game-winning touchdown pass, right? Game-winning touchdown pass to Jamar Chase. Who wins MVP? It's not Cooper Cup, right? It's not Cooper Cup. It's somebody from the Bengals, right? T. Higgins could be the MVP or Burrow is the MVP or Jamar Chase is the MVP. There's no way Cooper Cup is still the MVP. It's somebody else on the Bengals. So you can't tell me we couldn't make that vote. And if you say, well, how do you know that, Jason? I'm going to tell you. Let's go back in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 51, when it was the Patriots and the Falcons, the game that went to overtime. Tom Brady was the MVP. Wait a minute, but what if the Falcons won? I mean, this game goes to overtime. You have no idea who's going to win. Yet Tom Brady somehow was voted the MVP, and they were able to get the votes in and get them counted when the Patriots scored their touchdown, right? Go back to Super Bowl 49, Patriots and, and, and Seattle, right? This is when Marshawn Lynch going to run the ball in, right? If Marshawn Lynch runs it in for a touchdown instead of throwing it, who's the MVP? Marshawn Lynch is the MVP. Right? Lynch is the MVP. But instead, Brady's the MVP. You're telling me, oh, no, we got the votes in. So you put your votes in with two minutes to go when the Patriots had the lead. And did the Seahawks come all the way down and score? Brady's still the MVP? Of course not. Of course it doesn't happen. Baltimore and San Francisco. Joe Flacco wins the MVP. If Colin Kaepernick throws a completed touchdown pass to Michael Crabtree and, and, and Niners win the game, you're telling me Flacco is still the MVP? That play happened in the final two minutes. They would have switched over to Kaepernick or somebody from the 49ers, right? Patriots and the Giants, when Eli Manning was the MVP, right? The Giants were backed up at their own 10-yard line. The final possession of the game, the Patriots were winning. Uh, That was with less than two minutes left to go, and the Giants went down and won. So how did Eli get all those votes when it was after two minutes? Packers and, and the Steelers, Super Bowl 45, the Packers were losing. Aaron Rodgers goes down, they score in the final two minutes, they win. Hey, guess what? Packers are Rodgers is the MVP, right? Super Bowl 42, which was New England and the Giants, which was a 17-0 season by the New England Patriots. And, oh, look at this. Giants have the ball after Brady throws a touchdown in the final two minutes. Giants have the ball deep in their territory. Uh, somehow, with Eli Manning with the helmet catch by, Ty- by David Tyree, he throws a touchdown to Plaxico Burris. Eli wins the MVP. So clearly you can change your vote in the final two minutes or you can gather those votes really quickly because you're talking about one, two, three, four, five, six times where if they're telling you the truth and you got to get the votes in two minutes, it would have been losing team MVPs and it would have been different people that won. So no, I'm sorry. I need a better reason why, oh, we couldn't get the votes in for Aaron Donald and instead it went to Cooper Cup because that does not hold water because all of those things would have been different in those Super Bowls. Well, but that's the thing. As you said, it's a very small sample size of people and whatever obligations they have to do. Nowadays, it's so easy on apps and, and whatever else. Here's your secured space 
uh, unless you're doing a bunch of cards that have if-then statements. All right, at two minutes, this is the team in the lead. This guy's my MVP. However, should these events happen, let's change that up. No, it's asinine. It's asinine. It's, it's a terrible Terrible way to do things. We we have so many opportunities with the gathering of information and tools to do instantaneous data realization that this is just antiquated and silly in a million ways. And also kind of just says, well, you didn't bother. And if it's if it's the idea of we stand by this vote and Cooper Cup's the guy regardless, then fine. But as soon as there's some ambiguity mixed therein, say nothing of trying to argue to the Matthew Stafford side of things, right, for leading that comeback drive uh, and and taking the lead that, you know, there's just so many inefficiencies here. But at this point, with a lot of what we've seen from the NFL recently as big and powerful and a money machine that it is year after year, I mean, like, what is it, 112 million people watched it? they still have various points where you go, who's really in charge here? Is this part of the operation they decided to not even take two minutes to look at? Because this voting process seems like you could do it right at the final gun. Okay, right as they're pulling out the stages and the confetti starts to fly, 16 people, go. (laughs) All right, it's simple. It's a minute. Like, literally, it's a minute. You're on a 17-person text thread. Right. And that's it. I have my 16 voters in my phone. I'm the guy there or a woman in charge of collecting the votes. All right. Game's over. Tell me who in. All right. Mm-hmm. Double check it. Here's the third guy, fourth guy, fourth woman, whoever in, in the booth to say, all right, I counted those 16. We're done. What's that take? Two minutes? Yeah, it's easy. It's not like as long as they still had battery. Yeah, as long as they still had battery, because that was going to be another challenge coming out of SoFi. Certainly, is to make sure you still (laughs) had juice. You know, because you know who didn't me. (laughs) Well, that's your own fault. No, no, you got to bring a we got to bring a portable charger with. No, 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 we did. We we did. We we had the brick. You had a portable charger, and it wound up dead. Well, you're just you're just bad. No, 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 I've got an old I've got an old phone which is, you know, my way of saying, get me a phone sponsor. Uh, but it's, <laughs> we, we got what we needed. I didn't need to take any more videos, but, you know, what, when you try, all the people that tried to do live streaming of the halftime show basically just sucked all the battery out of the room. <laughs> like, I was at 42%. Wait, I'm at 12? What the hell? I didn't even take a video and I'm down well, to you 12. Well, you got to stop playing Snake on your phone. You know, obviously, don't. if you have an old phone, that'll really kill the battery. It just wind right down on you. Yeah, I, I well, I'd already done the Wordle, so that was done. <laughs> is it still a flip phone? You still have a flip phone? I'm not quite that flip. antiquated. It's still buddy. flip. Okay, all right, very good. All right, Look, you man, still I, to... I need the raise to to your level, then I can go upgrade my technology. Do Do you still have to press all the letters to get the first letter for a text? Like when it was A B C, and you had to wait, and then you had to wait and hold and hold it. No, C is the first letter, and then you had to go A. You know what? I, I prefer that because it's less um, autocorrect leading me into really deep, dark paths in the message I send to people. Okay. <laughs> Where I'm cursing them out, or maybe something that's intended for someone else slips out. Maybe I'm MFing you to somebody, and all of a sudden you get it. That's bad. It's, it's bad. I'd rather go letter by letter. That Twitter little zippy about thing f- around where you drag your finger, I'm out. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm watching women's curling. I'm in a happy place right now, Mike Harmon. Oh, great. I have a happy place. I just saw that picture of that guy looked like uh, Forrest Gump. When he was running back and forth, the long hair and the big beard that was on team, team USA for the men. <laughs> so that guy's a legend. But, yeah, waiting on the uh, hockey to start here soon. 
Someone handed him a T-shirt, and he, and he got mud on it, and it was the, hat, the smiley face. Oh, yeah. look at this. It's going to work. Uh, yeah, hockey is about 20 minutes away. And uh, this is the best part about Olympic hockey because there's no commercials, and the between periods is less. It's like, boy, a hockey game ends in like an hour and 50 minutes. It's fantastic. Game goes really quick. It's like Mark Burley's pitching. Let's go. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, but speaking of the Olympics – uh, look, the big controversy now, and it seems to be the story that has all the oxygen to it, involves Russian skater Kamila Valieva, who is heavily favored to win the gold medal, but is ensnared in controversy because she tested positive for a banned substance. Uh, it was a heart medication back in December that helps with blood flow and stamina. It is a banned substance. She tested positive. She was not suspended by the ROC. Remember, Russia can't officially be at the Olympics, so it's the independent Russian athletes. And there was no suspension. There was no discipline. There wasn't anything. And the fact that she is allowed to compete at the Olympics has a lot of people upset. There was an emergency hearing a day ago, and she was cleared to compete mainly because of the fact that she is a minor and rules are different for minors when it comes to PEDs than it is for adult athletes because minors are not in charge of their own up. They're not in charge of their own bodies? Come on now. But I'm saying what the explanation was, and you can break it down. Yeah, but you can say it with the snark that it deserves. I gotta say, I I gotta say why. I want people, this is the reason why. It's ridiculous, but that's the reason why. So now she's allowed to compete, and many U.S. figure skaters you have seen are very upset with this. And, you know, look... There's, it doesn't need to be one way or the other, right? You can feel bad for this girl because she's 15 and, you, you know, and what she has to go through. But uh, you can also realize that Russia and the Russian Olympic Committee uh, is, is trying to find their way around this and they need some kind of comeuppance because they've been allowed to do this. Because I'm sorry, but this is not a kid's competition. This is the Olympics where people have put their whole lives on hold to compete in here, right? If it was a kid's competition, okay, I guess. It. But this is the Olympics, right? This is a, it doesn't matter if you're 15, doesn't matter if you're 54, right? You, you're still competing with the best in the rest of the world. So, yeah, you can feel bad for, the, for, for uh, Valieva, but you can also understand that Russia is basically daring the committee to suspend. You're going to suspend a 15-year-old girl? They have been so uh, below board on this. It's ridiculous. They have been hiding things. They've been enabling her and enabling the situation because she has to go win because clearly the Russians could sweep this this event here in, in, in women's figure skating. And right now, she's at the top of the leaderboard after today. So, yeah, I mean, look, I, I feel bad that she's in the middle of this, but I'm sorry, you got to make a better decision than that and say, you know, I'm sorry, a banned substance, a banned substance, and it's on that list. I'm sorry, you can't compete. I, 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 I know she's 15, but Russia clearly has been gaming the system for a long time. They can't even have Olympic teams because of the cheating they did. Correct. And you still come down and allow her to compete? I mean, I'm sorry. That's just wrong. You can get whatever else she needs. I'm sorry. I feel bad, but this is someone who's competing, and she, she failed a drug test, so she's not able to compete. That's how it goes. 
Well, that goes back to the original point of that's why there is this random uh, ragtag collection of athletes outside of uh, a formal Russian contingent, right? It's the ROC and all right, here they they still qualify and they get through, but they don't have that official affiliation because of all the cheating, because of all the scandals and the problems. And on the other side, you've got Shikari Richardson who aptly points out, raise her hand going, hey, what about me over here? Hey, U.S., you want to fight for me? I I got busted for a little bit of weed, which, as we know, is a running joke, mm-hmm. right? When the mm-hmm. New, all the New York uh, fish wraps tried to go in after Snoop Dogg for smoking a blunt before his performance, <laughs> and everybody just laughed going, okay, number one, they're in California. Number two, it's bleeping Snoop Dogg. What, yeah. I mean, what did you expect? Yeah. I mean, there was a prop bet as to whether he'd do it on stage. The fact that it got caught, I, I don't know that that paid out. But to the to the point here, it's like, yeah, I, I'm sorry she's 15. She's part of a corrupt and, and problematic uh, way of doing business and skirting rules. And just because it's the old – just because you don't know doesn't mean you're, you're not part of the issue and, and shouldn't be punished uh, appropriately. So it's, it's all part – of the, well, the ill-gotten gains here, right? You, you decided it was uh, a banned substance. That's it. Oh, no, you're only 15, so you get to still compete? I mean, you even got, uh, who was it? Uh, it's Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski, who had no analysis for her. They're mm-hmm. so incensed with it. Yep. And they'll talk yep. about anything. So the, the fact that you've got the commentators basically just saying this is a joke. And, and pushing it to the side, I mean, you, you've made it a, a very large deal and, and highly contestable because this is one of the events that historically there's been that wor- global uh, participation slash uh, viewing of on a whole other level. And now it's, it's tainted in a whole other way. Look, it, it's it's awful that this is the this has become the big story of the Olympics. But it, I mean, clearly it's the Olympics. Ah, oh, but I feel bad. No, it's still the Olympics. I'm sorry, you feel bad if you're younger, but it's she's not Olympics. on Dance Moms. No, <laughs> okay, that crazy woman isn't running around yelling at her parents. Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. We'll have more on this story, plus another big story out of the National Football League coming up next. Keep it right here. You are listening to Fox Sports Radio. Is Tom Brady retired? I don't think he is. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see... See what music does to people. 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.